take the money and run. another BMFE podcast show. I'm your host Trevor and I am joined tonight by Adam. Adam, how are we doing? I'm doing good. This isn't Trevor. Ah, you caught me. <laughs> yeah, so as our listeners I'm sure know by now, um, yeah, this is not Trevor's voice. This is a- this is actually Alex speaking right now. Yo, yo, yo. Um, I, yeah, I actually sent Trevor to the redemption house for this episode. So <laughs> it'll be... It'll be me and uh, the fan favorite, Adam, sort of co-hosting this one, a la Michael and Jim, co-managing the Dunder Mifflin Scranton branch. Um, so anyways, we will be recapping episode six of The Final Reckoning um, from last night. Uh, you want to just dive right into it, Adam? Yeah, just to clarify, is this episode six or episode 60? Because this season has been going on forever. <laughs> yeah, this season is... Uh, this season is taking a while and yeah, good point, man. I mean, we are just so the, just so the fans realize this, we are six episodes in and we have zero teams that have lost an elimination and gone home. I mean, I just, I just don't understand it. <laughs> it's, it's really incredible too. So am I correct in thinking that there have only been two eliminations and the same team lost both of them, but they're still in the game and they're still there. Is that yeah. Accurate. Exactly. Exactly. I've I've heard uh, some of some of our fans have been tweeting at us uh, that supposedly this season going on till November. I mean, (laughs) as much as I love the challenge, that's overkill. Um, They need to they need to they need to expedite this process somehow. Yeah, it is. It's taken a while. Um but anyways, let's just dive right into this episode. So it looks like um, the first big scene, I guess, is this whole Brad and Brittany and, you know, talk on the FaceTime with let's not let's not uh, forget to mention <laughs> that this FaceTime call. I mean, does Brittany have like Magic Jack connection or something? I mean, it was lagging. So it was lagging worse than some of our BMFE recordings. <laughs> I mean, I was sitting there thinking the whole time is the delay that bad. ridiculous yeah it was was bad um but as far as like that whole thing goes i don't i don't know how much you want to get into the whole brad and Brittany scene because i feel like we've talked about it at nauseum on these episodes yeah i'm i'm over it i'm not i'm not very interested in that that whole uh drama piece of this season I, i like brad but he's not the most interesting guy and then Brittany's become annoying someone i liked early on in the in the dirty thirties yeah. uh vendettas of the world now I just kind of find her a little bit annoying. So I'm out on talking about this. And, she, and she's and she's not even she's gone. She's one of the very <laughs> few teams who's actually gone. People forget and, that. And they're still talking about <laughs> it. Um so yeah let's not talk about them anymore. I do want to touch on real quick this next scene, which was uh I think they referred to it as like the hen house or the hen room or whatnot. <laughs> and it was um, let's see, it was Nelson and Kaylee hooking up at the same time as Kyle and Finn, <laughs> same time as uh, Amanda and Josh. I mean, that's pretty classic. 
I mean, that's that's the challenge in a nutshell. Or I, should I say, Buna Murray? Because that right you know, that goes back to the classic real world days of some of those seasons where it's just a it's just a giant matrix of people in the cast hooking up. Exactly, and it seemingly I changes love- week to week. It's awesome. <laughs> it's really true. I love uh, that whole like two minute scene was just perfect because it shows them all in the room and then you see like I think it was Nelson like talking like he's like is that Kyle and then like Kyle like screams something <laughs> back to the I mean these guys are just nuts it's like a fraternity house but they're like 30 <laughs> it really is. it really is just not healthy at all um and then and then like you see Josh Josh walking out of there naked <laughs> and Kaylee saying like Nelson last two minutes and all this crap so pretty <laughs> there <laughs> that's and, that's good and how, how about how about who narrates the whole scene oh uh, you'll have to that? remind me sylvia oh god the <laughs> most boring person on the show exactly sylvia uh sylvia the only one in that whole entire room <laughs> who's just not any action <laughs> but i mean that's true her character she's trying to get a good night's sleep she's probably that in is... bed at like 10 30 <laughs> she is not the type to be hooking up around here, especially not with guys like Joss and no, Kyle. No. Isn't that the whole reason that they're partners? Is because she wanted to hook up, but he wasn't feeling it? Yeah, and then <laughs> there he is laying in bed with a girl who we met a week ago. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, these, is... these guys are just nuts. Um, so I'm trying to think, uh, is there anything else between that scene and then the actual start of the challenge? Like, I'm stuck on an Olive Garden commercial. Right now. <laughs> um, I, I can't think of anything, to be honest. Um, it it wasn't drawing too much of my attention when I was watching it right. last night. So my memory might be fuzzy in some of the, you know, dramas, uh, confessionals uh, of the world, just from that perspective. The challenge yeah. I can go into, because I thought that was actually a pretty interesting challenge. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Let's go. Let's go right into the challenge and then. Uh, once Michael Phelps is done talking on my screen, we can see if there's anything worth going back to. But if not, let's just stick to the challenge. Yeah, so, let's do it. Let's start from the top because before that challenge even starts, they give um, Brad and Kyle, you know, this huge, massive advantage that TJ was just talking up so much. <laughs> and all it is is to remove like one rope, and I think there's like four ropes on like each uh, on like each of those two stages. So, like, right. They gave like a one eighth advantage or disadvantage to like a team, and you know TJ was just talking it up out of his asshole. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so they choose they choose Kara and Marie, and now that is just classic because Kara is just in love with this guy, <laughs> and then the first chance they get to screw them over, they do it. <laughs> yes, I do, I do I did think that was hilarious because uh, just before that, I know we mentioned we were going straight into the challenge, but that was the moment when. Kara and Kyle were kind of uh, kind of cuddling up next to each other. Right. And Marie was trying to get her to stop and all this garbage. And and so for him to be doing that and then 12 hours later throw a grenade at her, I thought it was right. hilarious. Wait, no, no, no. I think actually, I think it's the opposite. Like, like <laughs> Brad and Kyle did that to them. Kara, you know, was pissed, ranting off about women's rights and shit. <laughs> and then two, sec- two sections later, she's on his lap. That's right. That's how it's it went. even worse. My yeah. God. Yeah. That's, but, but you're right. That grenade, I mean, it didn't do too much. Sure. It was a disadvantage, but were they going to beat Johnny and, and Tony anyways? Probably not. I mean, right. let's be real here. It's, it's Marie. Right. 
And it's just, yeah, it's annoying because uh, I could be wrong on this, but I think there's a moment where like they give the the disadvantage and they're like complaining and whatnot, and then they do it, and then like right after, um, I think one of those two two girls say like, "Oh, if we wouldn't have gotten this disadvantage, like we would have like finished it and been number one." And yes, it's like, it was Marie. God, yeah, that's just, has Marie a, won any challenge ever in her career? I think so man. <laughs> I mean, that's just such an annoying thing to say because, like, there's clearly no way, yeah. like, literally no way to prove it. And then, right. like, just to blame, like, your loss entirely on them is just stupid because, like, it's one thing to, like, say, like, oh, we would have been able to finish it. But, like, you don't even know, like, the times of those other teams. That right. did, like, to say that you could beat them is just, like, just classic Murphy, <laughs> I think. Yeah, and that, I mean, that situation was kind of Champs versus Stars-esque uh, in this last season when – Someone got a grenade and tossed it at uh, Luis and Casper. And it was very right. similar where it just removed like one little uh, foot, foot oh, or whatever yeah. to stand on, but they yeah. won anyways. So yeah. it's like, Marie, you can't sit here and make these excuses and, and blame all these external events. Just get in there, do the challenge, try your best. Maybe you win. Probably, definitely you won't win. But you know what? I'm sick of all these excuses. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. Very dumb. Um, so then let's talk about the teams who actually made it. So I think there was four, I believe, or no, three. So I think it was Bananas and Tony, and then the two at the end um, were Zach and Amanda, who eventually, I think, won it, and then Joss and Sylvia. So, I mean, Bananas and Tony, like, they looked good on that thing. I mean, Oh, uh, you think? <laughs> and, like, I'm sure some of our listeners will remember um, us talking about, me and Trevor talking about recently Bananas and Tony, and, like, these guys just, like, they're kind of like fake rivals, I think. Like, <laughs> oh, obviously, yeah. obviously, Bananas is pissed at Tony, you know, for taking his paycheck last season. But, like, <laughs> you guys are here to win, and they, they secretly love each other. Right. So. And do you think, I mean, among the cast of 30, how many partners would Johnny rather have? Maybe Zach and baby Brad? Is, is right. there anyone else he'd rather have? Like, he can't be upset about having Tony. Right. And, like, yeah, I, I would totally agree with that. And those two guys that you mentioned, like, we know that, uh, you know, Buna Murray likes to stretch these rivalries, but, like, I don't oh, think yeah. they've found a way in hell to do, like, Bananas <laughs> and Brad. So, like, Bananas and Tony, like, out of, like, the real, you know, possibilities on this cast that Bananas could be with, I think right. definitely number one. Right. Unless they brought in, like, Wes. I mean, we can right. hope. Yeah. Um, so then, and then the, so the final two teams also both finished it. Um, so Zach and Amanda and Joss and Sylvia both did it. Um, and now that I'm thinking about it and I saw some, uh, listeners tweeting in at us, uh, and I saw some comments on the Reddit's Vimmo's of the world. Um, but like, it kind of is an advantage for these teams where like one person is like really big, you know, a la Zach or Tony. And then the other person is just kind of like hanging on to them and like fight right. their lead entirely. No. Yeah. You're spot on. Cause you saw, you saw Brad and Kyle struggle with that. They're both these big dudes. Right. Kyle, Kyle putting on some muscle in the off season. I like to see that, but yeah, it was, it was definitely more challenging for them. I'm, I'm pretty sure Zach could have just put Amanda in his pocket for this challenge. Yeah. He, he really could have. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, and then one thing I liked, um, that, that I, I mean, just, just some of the decisions that like production <laughs> makes and whatnot. But like at the, so they complete the challenge, right? And there's three teams that finish, and like all everyone in the cast knows that. And then TJ's like, we had three teams, like, you know, the classic, like before the 
example. He's, yeah. He's like, we had three teams make it all the way. Bananas and Tony, uh, Zach and Amanda, and Joss and Sylvia. And then it's like, but only one of you can win. And then <laughs> like do this suspense. But it's like all of us viewers literally saw six ago Zach and Amanda finish ahead of Joss and Sylvia since they were on the same heat. So, That's so true. Like, I don't know why they didn't just say, like, the top two teams were, you know, instead of, like, right. including Joss and Sylvia when, like, everyone goes to commercial, like, <laughs> knowing that they're not going to win it. So spot on. Like, what's the point of that? <laughs> that I mean, you know TJ's getting fed the lines, but, like, come on. Yeah, dude. I think, yeah, it kind of reminds me, like, that that whole uh, that whole conversation, like, speaks to um, – what Buna Murray like thinks of their viewers intelligence. And it kind of reminds me of the classic uh, rivals three finale up on the mountain. when <laughs> bananas takes the money and it says, Sarah, $0. So true. <laughs> if we didn't know what was going on. They played that, that twist up for like the past three weeks on the next on yeah. just to reinforce that point. They had to put the $0 on the screen. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, yeah, so those teams won it. And then one more thing I want to touch on within the challenge real quick. Um, how, how about Tori and Derek? I mean, yet again, they start start off the, before the challenge. You know, I feel like every one of their, like, conversations <laughs> with the camera, like, starts with them, like, jokingly, like, shitting on each other. And then by, <laughs> by the end of the 30 seconds, they're, like, actually mad at each other. <laughs> um, so true. And, you know, Tori's saying, like, Oh, like he's not gonna shit the bed this time. Like perfect challenge for him to not shit the bed, and then, I mean, he literally goes out there and shits the bed. So just terrible. Yeah, I mean, I want I want to know what's going on with that. Like Derek, clearly strong guy, good athlete. Like, why does he suck so bad? Yeah, I, yeah, I I agree, man. Because like so many people are like, you know, dogging him on Twitter and whatnot, and like I totally understand that because he's played like shit. But like, I don't think people know like. Like, he, he is, you know, a former D1 athlete. And, like, obviously that entails, you know, a ton of athleticism and strength. So, like, obviously he's done bad. But, like, it has to be in there somewhere, that potential. Right. And I don't – I mean, he, as much as he sucked, it'd still be difficult to, you know, call him out in an elimination just given his stature and his athleticism. Right. Like, as much as he sucks at these random things, you put him in the pit and pole wrestle and he's going to beat quite a few people just – based on his size right quickness and all of that that goes into it so he he's definitely sucked but i agree i think the potential's there yeah i would totally agree with that and uh one more thing that i'm noticing and i saw some listeners tweeting this to us is that all the teams who made it across were the ones who did it where like one person is in front and then one of or like they're facing each other right like they're facing each other like going with the rail as opposed to like straddling it kind of that's yeah that's a good point uh you might hear some some raindrops trickling down sorry about that i'm in my car right now oh that's all right Uh, yeah it's very it's very uh vendetta's finale-esque outside right now Ooh, sounds kind of scary remember (laughs) sorry about that remember the uh the champs vs stars finale when it was oh my goodness i mean you know those producers must have just been pissed (laughs) remember wes slipped at the very end God, that, was <laughs> that was awesome wes and booby <laughs> best friends i love it match made in heaven god they really were um but anyways yeah so i don't know and it looks like at least to some degree like at least when they start like all the teams can see how they're kind of how the team's going or standing so like 
I don't know how like you see bananas go first and they do it like facing each other that way. So why wouldn't any of these, why wouldn't every single team do it like that? But I mean, I guess that speaks to the intelligence of the <laughs> podcast. You know who did, um, do you remember if Faith and Angela did it that way? Cause they almost made it to the end. They, they did. Yes. Yes. They I did. Think, yeah. I just saw that. Yeah. They, so they, that- they did do that way. So I think a few of them, were able to do it. I think it was mainly um, like that because they had two stages. And I think the first stage was where like everyone kind of got to choose how they wanted to do it. Uh-huh. And the second one was like them balancing on the two strings. So there's like really only one way to do it. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually, I've actually been pretty impressed with uh, Angela and Faith thus far, not just in the challenges, but also whether or not it's their strategy, but aligning themselves with the bananas and Kyle's of the world that's going to suit them well down the line. I, I like the, I like the position they put themselves in. Right. I know. I totally agree. They, yeah, you, uh, you know, you quote unquote nailed it. I mean, <laughs> Angela, uh, and faith, like, I, I, dude, how many, have we really only had three like challenges, <laughs> the stakes one, this one, and then that little first one, um, <laughs> like they, so we've had three challenges. I mean, they, uh, I guess there is no like last place anymore. Down goes, you know, last place, but like, right. It never would have gotten last anyway. They performed pretty well, like you said. Um, and yeah, they're aligning with people. And I think like what you're starting to see is like these other teams, you know, the Tori and Derek's, the Kyle and Brad's of the world are kind of like creating the targets on their backs. And then Angela and faith are kind of like sliding under the radar more. And now, especially now that they have, um, Josea and that one other chick in there as another rookie team. It's just, yeah, I mean, they're, they're sliding through there. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a good spot to be in for them. Um, they've been, they've been a good addition. I didn't realize uh, Faith was a, a vet veteran of the military. Props yeah. to her. Yeah. Respect thank the you troops. For service. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Exactly. Yep. Um, yeah. So then I'm trying to think of what else we could talk about. Cause that challenge takes up a good amount. You know, you know what we could talk about um, early in that Blow episode, me. before the challenge. Oh, am I cutting you off? No, no, no. Go. Oh, um, before the ch- yeah, I'll go ahead. Uh, before the challenge, we saw an alliance get formed, and that's I feel like that's rare these days to kind of see a a conversation take place with a you know a handshake agreement. But we saw Zach and Tori uh, agree to save each other's names from the from the deliberation. We did. What'd you, what'd you make of that? Yeah, that was that was an interesting scene because I think. Zach is one of those guys who, like, I I feel like tries to like avoid kind of like talking about alliances at all costs. I agree because like he knows who has, who has his back and like he just just doesn't want to like talk about it. Uh-huh. Um, but it was cool to see them out there. Yeah, I think I assume that like most of that connection has to come from Jenna, because uh, Jenna I think is close friends with Tori and obviously you know she's back with Zach. Uh, so I think that's where it stemmed from. But yeah, that was definitely cool to see. Um, and I, I liked how they kind of talked about like uh, how they're both like two of the better competitors out there in the game. And then, you know, Tori stuck with Derek, <laughs> you know, who's who we've talked about and he's terrible. And then Zach, right. Zach is stuck with the, you know, 80 pound Amanda. <laughs> no, it's, it is funny. And, and what's funny about that, too, is that pri- when that alliance, you know, got formed, they're talking so much shit about Derek acting like he's the worst challenger ever. And he's done so bad and he, he hadn't been doing great, but at that point 
they'd only done two challenges. So like, yeah, it's not a huge sample size. It's just yeah, like you're right. Doesn't doesn't Zach make some <laughs> statement where like he calls Derek like the worst person <laughs> on the show or something? Yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, you've barely seen any of them. <laughs> this show is dragging on, man. God, it really is. Um, so let's get into. I think there's a decent amount to talk to or to talk about um, with like the way that ended um, because they do not, or they, um, you know, gather in this big room, talk about, uh, you know, TJ sends them all in one by one. And so let's just talk about like, like the whole voting and like some of their strategies. Cause I mean, I, uh, they purposely like showed like five teams in a row go in there and the conversation by every one of them was, yeah, let's just do a burn vote, burn it it on this team. You know, we want to do someone that's not going to get any votes. Let's burn it. And so like, like, what do you think about all that? I mean, it's, it is. I like that these teams have a strategy, but the thing about that is you have to think of what other teams are going to do. Right. If other teams are going to use a burn vote, then it's not a burn vote. Exactly. Everyone's voting for them. Exactly. <laughs> it's like Schrodinger's burn vote. <laughs> it really is. And and TJ at the beginning of the season instituted this rule as a way to mitigate burn votes, but it's only increasing. <laughs> it's silly. Right. His his yeah. TJ. <laughs> You're right. You're right. That's a great point because TJ came out that <laughs> very first time, and he, you know, they he did the classic like no more burn vote, no more bullshit, and all that. Right. But then the second they like reveal it at the first elimination that like the votes <laughs> aren't really secret, and like that, like that all that spiel just goes out the window. Exactly. So, so like what their voting strategy, what they thought it was going to be, like isn't what it's going to be for the rest <laughs> of the season. Yeah it 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 makes. If if I was in the game, it would it would it would make it pretty fun to time, try and like map out who everyone's going to vote for. Right. As a fan, it's kind of it's kind of difficult because you don't get to see all the conversations and you don't you don't get to know everything. But um, I, I do like I do like that twist. I do like how they're doing the voting this year. Yeah, I like it a lot because it it adds so much strategy that I kind of how we're talking about that like that like ninety percent <laughs> like doesn't have well, like mental capacity to keep it. <laughs> Exactly. Because, um, yeah, so obviously it makes, like, burning votes a whole lot harder. Um, but one of the things that I was kind of thinking was it makes it, in a way, like, significantly harder to get um, these tough teams eliminated. And I guess when I say eliminated, I guess going to the redemption house because God knows they aren't going home anytime soon. Um, but what I mean by that is, like, for example, when Brad and Kyle were in there, and they were talking about like as every other team was like let's do a burn vote on this team like and i thought to myself like Brad and Kyle should like vote for whoever they want cuz if that team gets selected and gets their pick of you know all the teams that voted for them like no one's going to choose like the strongest team to go against you know what i mean i yeah i completely agree that's yeah if you're if you're sitting there as Brad and Kyle or Johnny and Tony it doesn't matter just Vote for who you want, you know? Right. The strong one's going to call you out. Yeah. The stronger you are as a team, like, the more empowered you should feel to, like, vote for whoever, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. So, the, I mean, uh, this whole, like, voting is just going to bring open a whole can of worms, I think, throughout every elimination. Um, you're, you're likely going to see, you know, the Shanes, Nelsons of the world, like, going around to everybody trying to map out um, who was voted for and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, it's like going in because obviously the episode cuts off before they even, you know, do the Armageddon's light ups of the world. Um, 
but going into this next episode, like, I don't know about you, but I would say that uh, I think there's 10 teams left. So besides Zach and Amanda, like, of those other nine teams, I would say, like, at least from, like, the footage that it showed, like, I would say, like, six of them or so have a shot at, like, being the team with the most votes because, like, you really have no idea. Yeah. I mean, it could be Shane, Shane or Nelson, Faith or Angela, Davon or Jose. Right. I mean, it could be any of those teams. Yeah, and some people are even throwing out um, Tori and Derek. True. Yeah, true. And, and I, I mean, we know for a fact that, like, Kara voted for Brad and Kyle. So, like, we right. So many teams that got votes. Um, and I think really like the only one who I <laughs> I would say like for sure isn't going in is bananas and <laughs> of course. Somehow they're just sliding through. Um no one I mean, no one's really causing any or they're not causing drama with anybody so far. Um and I th- I thought it was funny. I don't know about you, I thought it was funny how like there was a handful of teams who all said like Oh, we don't want to vote in bananas and Tony right now, so let's go after Faith and Angela. And like, even if like obviously it's good for them to have like those rookie girls around, but like if they go home, like that's not going to impact their game at all. No, no chance. Yeah, that, that was that was pretty dumb. Um, did we see? Did we see? Um, have we seen evidence? I feel like I remember. Evan, video evidence of Kyle and Brad and Johnny and Tony having an alliance or, or, you know, kind of informally saying that they'd keep each other safe. Am I dreaming that up? Uh, I, I don't, I cannot remember seeing any footage of it, but I think it's definitely fair to assume that that alliance does exist. Yeah. I think that's going to be one where they're going to keep them, you know, keep your friends close, keep your enemies close, or even though they're not enemies, but they're clearly the, you know, the top right. team in the power rankings. Um, so I, I feel like that's going to be one of the bigger bombs to come later, you know, near the episode 10, episode 11s of the world where one of those teams yeah. is going to flip and, and vote the other in. Right. Exactly. They're going to try to hold each other off until the very last, you know, shooting the gun as late as they can. Exactly. Very Mario Party-esque. Exactly. Some of those mini games. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That, that reminds me back. <laughs> um, before, before, I don't know if you caught this <laughs> for the challenge and the TJ's doing the, you know, the dramatic, like, so who's it going to be for the disadvantage? <laughs> and then Kyle's like, I think whispering to Tony and he's like, sorry guys, like pretending it's going to be. And Tony's just like, yeah, right. Like he knows like, <laughs> no chance they're going to vote him. They're going to give it to them. I think that's what I was thinking. Of. That's definitely what I was thinking of. Then. Yeah. Okay. He's just, he's just thinking there's just no chance. Like, yeah. Not yeah. Even considering yeah. it as an option. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So right at that moment, <laughs> all of these, these four guys just have something to build. <laughs> I love it. I love those. They're all four great characters in the, in the universe. I'm, I'm in for them staying as long as possible. And I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, if you have clearly the two strongest teams aligning with each other, I mean, all these other teams <laughs> all by the wayside. I mean, who's going to lead the charge against them? Shane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what's Jose thinking when he sees these two teams? Just yeah. Sad. God, and you, you can't even swim. <laughs> and you know that all four of those guys just must have loved the last challenge to get <laughs> DT out of the house without having to do anything. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, we, yeah, we haven't even talked about the redemption house, but yeah, CT, that's, that's huge that he's there for the other teams. Right. I but, mean, what a, what a run he's been on in his, you know, it's like he's like in the MJ wizard stage of his career, but he's still killing it. God, so that's huge. Is. 
and now and now he's stuck in like such an unfamiliar place to him because like you, you even think about like bananas for example and he uh on x's two was in that re- the redemption house kind of before the redemption house he was in there for a month but like ct has never been like i mean he's obviously he's not out of the game yet but like right he's never been like down low this early so that's definitely an interesting dynamic and i think like it's gonna make these other teams like even that more fearful to go into the redemption house because you know that at some point you're probably gonna have to go against ct right and for you know and hopefully for ct the opportunity to get back in isn't decided by the you know, double crosses, skulls of the world, but yeah, actually getting to compete against somebody because right. I'll take CT any day of the week over over Polly. <laughs> over <laughs> he could, Polly sucks, man. Polly, I'm out on Polly. Polly's terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's gonna add some drama. Um, to see what the Redemption House pulls, and yeah, I, I we can only hope to God that they don't do that stupid <laughs> double cross thing again. Yeah, uh, and it, and I I if they for whatever reason make the loser of the redemption house go back to the redemption house and then Polly gets four chances. <laughs> I'm out. Two 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 is like, you know, like it shouldn't happen, but like right. part of the format. And then three, right. like, you know, Anissa got three chances back in Dirty Thirty and like that was just absurd. So I mean four if there's four, I mean I I mean that's just we might just <laughs> <laughs> might retire from BMFE. We might have. We I think we say that once an episode that <laughs> there's some contingency upon which we could just end this podcast, and it, ne- it never happens. But we we get dangerously close to that line. Oh, we get furious, but we're always <laughs> right back here. <laughs> um. All right. So that kind of takes us to the end of the episode. Um. So why don't we go into? We'll keep this one a little bit shorter for the fans since. Uh, Trevor stuck in the redemption house house in Polly. Um, why don't we do a quick? Um, our listeners heard last week we're starting um, a segment of MVP and LVP. So okay. you want you want to go first with MVP, or do you want me to start it off? Ooh, if you have yours ready, go, go ahead. Um, and then may, maybe we can do snake draft with this. You go MVP, then I'll get both mine. Okay, yeah, let's try to get not get lost in the snake. <laughs> Um, all right, but MVP, I think, hmm, this one is actually kind of tough. I think you'd agree because, like, no one really, like, stood out that much in this episode right. MVP-wise. Um, hmm, I think I'm going to go – I was going to go Zach, but I'm, I think I'm going to switch it up, and I'm going to do Kyle. Just Wow. I think Kyle MVP because um, – because – he he's just playing total mind games on car. Like he owns her. I mean, the fact that they threw that grenade at her and then she was like, you know, on his lap 10 minutes later (laughs) and more so than that was just like, there were three or four lines in this episode where Kyle just made me laugh out loud. I think (laughs) it was one of those was about that. And he like called himself an evil genius or something. (laughs) And then the, the line that we talked about with Tony early on, uh, when he was like, oh, I'm going to throw you guys in. Um, and then I loved at the end when they were fighting with Kara and he's talking about Brad and he's like, he's like, he's got two kids. He doesn't have a job. <laughs> that was hilarious. So, that was great. So that was great. I, yeah, no one, no one really stuck out a ton. Um, but just for entertainment alone, I think I'm going to go Kyle. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's a good pick. Kyle's been, Kyle's been great. Kyle's been great almost 
whenever he's on the screen for the past two seasons. I'd agree. I mean, you know, there was some pushback with those, you know, the the Geordie Shores, the X on the Beach UKs of the world. But, I mean, I'd say by and large, they were a great addition to, to, the, to the Empire. I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, so that's a good pick. Um, I'm not going to make this one difficult. Uh, MVP, you can almost just pencil this guy in every single time. I'm going to go with Bananas. Wow. Um, for, for the simple reason that one, uh, they won the challenge. So, um, I mean, what else can you say? He's, he's the king. He wins all of them. Right. Um, and, I mean, he's hooking up with Angela, who's half his age. I mean, that's <laughs> something to be said about that. That's two seasons in a row now, um, <laughs> post-girlfriend. Post so, good for Bananas for that. Uh, and, yeah, he's just, you know, he's the puppet master. He's He was right in there uh, at the end of the episode with, with uh, the Jose – or, uh, the, sorry, the, the Shane and – who was Shane fighting with? Uh, Shane and Devon. Devon. Yeah, he was, he was right in the middle of that somehow, even though he had nothing to do with it. So, that I mean, it's just classic bananas. Um, so, yeah, it's a pretty simple one for me. Okay. Yeah, and then LVP, that's, that's, a, little, that's a little tougher. Oh, what do, what do I think here? I'm going to go LVP uh, episode format just because – Okay. Like – when in the world are we going to see an elimination next week's going to be episode seven like this is absurd <laughs> and they spent so much time on all this stupid drama Brittany's not even in the game and she was on screen for five minutes we got drama between someone whose name i haven't even learned yet D- devon or whatever like give me an elimination let me see some, a good old-fashioned headbanger give me you know joss or, or whoever against shane and nelson like i don't care I just want to see something. So episode format for me is getting LVP. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I think you could even give episode format like a blanket LVP. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, I, they did on the classic, you know, next on all the dramatic scenes. They did say, TJ said that somehow, and I don't know how this is going to work, but that next episode has two eliminations. So, Oh, come on. I mean, that's two, <laughs> if two eliminations in one episode, and then, meanwhile, the first six episodes <laughs> zero. So, so, I don't know how that all works out. But yeah, I'll, I like that LVP. Um, for me, since since you since you kind of did a non LVP, uh, I'll pick an actual person. But I was LVP, maybe selecting um, <laughs> selecting AT and T slash Verizon, whoever was the character. <laughs> For that FaceTime call early on. Yeah, that's a good honorable mention. Because that was like that was like that scene they had been hyping up for like three weeks on the FaceTime. I mean, you couldn't even like hear what he was saying. Um, but for LVP, uh, I think I'm going to go, and I kind of feel bad giving this person an LVP because this person is so so average that they should never be <laughs> M or LVP. But I think I'm going to go LVP Sylvia just for. Just for um, two things. One, mainly uh, that, that scene at the beginning where, you know, three couples are getting it on um, in the same room as her. And she's she, I think, has been on like longer than most of those girls. And she's just not getting any action whatsoever. <laughs> not even like, yeah, just no action at all. Not even Polly would give her a second look. Um, <laughs> so I'll give her LVP for that. And then I also... I don't know if you caught this, but like or, uh, at the beginning of the episode when she comes in with the clue, I mean, I don't know why they let her read the clue, <laughs> uh, but someone throws a like a single pillow at her and she catches it. And I think like Brad or someone says like, good hands. And she says, I got good reflexes. <laughs> what? You caught a pillow. 
that's literally the easiest object to catch. She is oh, so plain. Yeah, the fact that like, and like the fact that like a uh, like strong episode like viewership wise was Sylvia not getting any action in bed and catching a pillow. I mean, compared <laughs> to most episodes, like that's a ton. Like usually she gets like Dario esque airtime. Oh god. Um, but I think overall that is going to be my LVP for the episode, Sylvia. I like it. It almost could be her MVP episode too, though, because she was on screen for more than God, seconds. God, that is true. <laughs> I, see, so that, MVP that, for her, but LVP for us for having to witness it. Right. That, that's a that's a great point, actually. I'm gonna, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna change my LVP to the viewer because, because as you said, I just gave her the LVP, but as you said, it's she's kind of the MVP since she's never on the show. So that could right. it out. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna change it up. Thank you, quote unquote. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna switch it up to the viewers for having to <laughs> Sylvia that episode. I love it. Um, so I think that about wraps it up for this episode. You got any um, last thoughts? Any um, any sort of thoughts on like the episode and how it um, sort of plays into the whole like looking forward and what do we, what do we think we've gotten so far out of the season? I mean, all, all there is to make of it is that there are two power teams. And the, you know, tier two is just such a massive drop off that you can't really make much of it. Right. And, and, and we don't, yeah. And we don't really know what this whole format's going to be. Like, we don't know how long they're going to keep doing the secret voting when they're going to let the redemption house play back, like what that's going to be like. So yeah, I agree with that. There's Mm -hmm. really just no predicting what, what the evil empire has in store for us. Yep. All right. Um, well, with that being said, are you are you good, Adam? I'm good on my end. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you um, to all our listeners for listening in to episode six of The Final Reckoning. And we will see you guys next week to recap episode seven. Hopefully, Trevor will be out of the Redemption House by then. All right. Thanks, Adam. Yep. Have a good one. All right. See you guys later. Love you guys.